Hey there, thank you so much for watching this video. This video is actually sponsored by Course Careers. So whether you're interested in breaking in as a tech sales representative, if you're interested in actually doing IT or digital marketing, not only do they have free introductory courses for you right now, go to the description and check that out, but they also have $50 off that you could get from, through me, Joseph50. That's right, $50 off through Joseph50. So if you're interested in getting into that course, any which one, whether it's, again, tech sales, IT, or digital marketing, look no further. Go down to the description below, click on the link, and sign up right now. What are you waiting for? Hey, family, it's Joseph here again. Now, you have heard me talk about how tech sales has changed my life. I actually want to introduce you to another career that if you decide to go into it, truly is recession proof and that is cybersecurity. Level Careers is a platform similar to Course Careers that is self-paced and allows you to obtain knowledge and ed education in cybersecurity and get this, without prior experience or a degree. That's right. And so you definitely want to get into that. And if you are interested in learning more about cybersecurity, go ahead and click the link below. It's in my description and use my promo code Joseph10. That's right. Use my promo code Joseph10 in order to save 10% off of the purchase price of that course. So without further ado, I'm not going to delay you. Go click on the link, check out the free introductory courses and change your life today just being in this to me it was just like such this professional space even though i was coming from being a counselor or a therapist it was like this just seemed different to me it was a foreign industry i felt like you know i was experiencing some imposter syndrome you know thinking like am i really supposed to be here i, I had a lot of thoughts going on and so honestly once i got to that first interview i had the, the biggest sigh of relief. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, family. Welcome to another edition of Tech Niche Tips. I am your host, Joseph M. Smith, and I am so excited that you're here to join us for another awesome episode. Before we continue, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. By you subscribing, it allows the message of this channel to go out to so many more people. Woo! So please go ahead and subscribe. Last time I checked, about 77.3% of viewers have not subscribed yet. Uh? We can't have that keep on going on. No, 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 family. We, 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 we get too many gems in these interviews, too many stories that change our lives and the way that we view the world and view tech. So I encourage you, please, please subscribe. I have a great guest for you today. She's going to talk about not just only the tech world and how she broke into tech, but how they're able to use AI and other different softwares as solutions or SaaS to basically allow content creators to monetize in a way that many haven't done it before. And so to the stage, I'm so excited to bring right now, Janae, 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 Janae. How are you doing, Janae? Is everything well? Oh yeah, yeah, I had a good day, good work day. So I'm off, so yeah, today's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, we love those, we absolutely love those. And I'm so excited to get this to have this conversation with you so we could talk about it a little bit and talk about your journey. And as you probably have seen, as many as of the viewers have seen as well, this is going from the boots to the brain, the boots being symbolic of the journey one takes to land a job in tech, just like you, Janae. And brain is symbolic of the mindset one needs to have, not only to be where you are, but to scale from there. So without further ado, let's start from the very beginning, because as we always say, the very beginning is a good place to start. Talk us, tell us about your journey growing up and where did you grow up? 
Where did I grow up? Um, so I'm from Southern California. So I grew up in West Covina, which is, if you're not from California, you probably don't know where that is, but it's in LA County. So probably like 40 minutes from Los Angeles. And um, yeah. So talk about West Covina. Let's go, let's go there for a little bit. How was it growing up there? Tell me about life there. West Covina? West Covina is like borderline uh, near the ghetto, but like suburbs as well. So I kind of had like a really good balance. Like you're not too close to Los Angeles, you know, but you're not in Rancho Cucamonga, which is actually where I live now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was nice growing up there. Um, I had a, re- a lot of really tight friends. Um, I played sports. I was really involved in the community as an athlete playing softball um, and then played softball through from playing rec ball at the park to being a part of like, you know, different events at like carnivals and, you know, just stuff like that. But really I was like known as an athlete. Um, so sports was like just who Janae was known for mainly my entire life until I graduated from college. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Okay. So tell me a little about sports. Like tell me what, attracted you to sports why did you find an affinity for that particular subject um my dad my dad my brother I mean, my brother literally was like a track star football star um my dad was also the same in his day and I mean we didn't really have a choice he was like not do you want to play a sport but which sport do you want to play <laughs> and then on top of that it wasn't like oh you can take basketball even though you're only five two He's like, nope, that's not going to get you scholarship. So you're playing softball because you're fast, you know? And so um, I give all the credit yet to my dad. Like he worked with us every weekend, just all the time. He was my coach, like all the time. So, yeah. And I, and I love the, I love the game. So I was very competitive and athletic. So it was my love. Wow. So, so let's, let's, so I, I kind of get an idea now that, Really, it was sports was used as a tool to expand your future, to basically get an opportunity to go to college, but also be used to kind of be a way to gain structure, learn more disciplines, be able to to kind of have a regiment or a schedule. I feel like that's what sports was for your father and, and also what he wanted to instill in you. Wouldn't you say that's that's how it was? Yeah, for sure. Like he would always say, you know, you're only going to play so long, you know, as far as, you know, being an athlete before your knees go out and your back goes out. He's like, so why not utilize this while you're young if colleges are going to pay you for scholarship? You know what I mean? So that was always his goal. He's like, you're not going to be an athlete for the rest of your life, but you can utilize it while you can to prepare for your future. So that was always his motto, you know. Gotcha. All right. So, so sports was that tool that you had there. Can you talk a little bit about, did you go to college and did sports open up that, that way for you to go to college? Yeah. So I went to uh, Oklahoma Panhandle State University. And so, yeah, I went there on scholarship for four years. So I left California and experienced the culture shock of Oklahoma, (laughs) but it was the best four years of my life. It was, it was a love hate relationship because I don't like bugs and I don't like the cold. But as far as, you know, the foundation of, you know, my faith, as well as um, my relationships, the people that I'm the closest to, to this day are people that I met there, you know, so. Nice. So I, I didn't get a chance to see this, but you said Oklahoma, 
talk about bugs, you talk about the weather. You, did you go to Oral Roberts or you went someplace else or where'd you go for school? Uh, it's OPSU. So it's Oklahoma Panhandle State University. OPSU. I'm sorry. You did say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I missed that part. Oh, I apologize. But yeah, OPSU. So, so tell, could, could you dive into those college years? Because some people are like, oh, great. You went to college. What did you go to college for? And, and, and did that help you in regards to landing a job in tech? No, <laughs> not really. Um, originally, I was in my freshman year of college. I did uh, like 3D modeling and um, what was the other one? Like HTML coding, all that. And I failed dramatically. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think it was the, the um, being a college athlete. It was hard to balance that um, with a major like that. And so I actually changed my major right after what the first semester of freshman year and I got into psychology. The rest, the remaining three years of college, I was a psych major. So, uh, yeah. And I wouldn't say that that like assisted in any type of way, um, to help me land a position in tech, because even after that, I went to, I went straight back home to California and went to Azusa Pacific university for grad school to be, um, to study clinical psychology, to be a marriage and family therapist. And so I did that. And yeah, if anything, I would say the, the fundamentals of being a therapist is probably the only thing that helped me um, in the tech world, as far as like listening to my client as a therapist, you have to listen to your client. You have to ask a lot of questions and investigate. You have to find the pain point and then provide a solution. So that is what I did with my clients in therapy. So that's the only way I could think of where that transferred over, which is actually very helpful in tech. So I guess it did help. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, and I think it does. Like, if, even if you think about it, like a police officer, when they have to do a report and they're asking questions to uh, a person that has witnessed a crime, they have to do a lot of discovery. You know, there's so many yeah. different of positions and jobs that we have a doctor for example somebody hurt the come into the er what happened to this person where did it happen how did it happen so it's so funny that these different types of other jobs or occupations that we may have how they could also lend themselves towards these particular skills even someone who's a server right. let me ask you what, what would you like to eat okay how would you like to be prepared do you have any food allergies so there's different levels of discovery yeah that we do, but we don't realize how it could be used in tech. And so if you're watching right. this, I just want to encourage you, like, listen, listen, fam, like you may think <laughs> that what you're doing right now may be insignificant, but you don't realize that you might have transferable skills that you can now take to tech and specifically mm -hmm. talk. And I'm going to talk about this more in detail with you because I think it'll be a really good thing to talk about, but take into specifically in tech, these different skills and abilities, right? And so if you are interested in tech, we, as, as you may not know this, but we're going to talk about it very soon. We both graduated from course careers, right? And so we both had an opportunity to go to an amazing boot camp that you could learn textiles from, you could learn IT from, as well as digital marketing. So these are all different things that you can learn from. The description is below. Go ahead and click, click on that. There's also $50 off of that as well. So you want to make sure that you are, as you're listening to our conversations, that you're being proactive because the same skills that you think may not be that big of a deal can actually change your life. And so with that being said, Amen. I want to talk to you about when did you, so you, you actually went to do your, 
to do your master's degree. My wife actually she's studying counseling for a master's degree right now for mental health counseling oh, nice. degree. Okay. And and so what made you make that shift? Because that's actually a very interesting degree. Why why would you make that shift into tech? Honestly, I actually I didn't even go from like working, you know, as an MFT to straight into tech. Like I got tired of being a therapist long before I ever transitioned into tech. And so I wow. actually I actually, well, for one, I started helping my family's uh, food truck business. So we have a food truck called Creole City. Um, and yeah, it's kind of like, what do you call it? Just on pause right now. <laughs> but anyways, I was helping my dad, you know, we were building that off the ground and, you know, just, it was a family business. And so, but I stopped doing therapy in order to do that because I didn't want to wow. do therapy anyway. Wow. Um, and so I was kind of doing that as well as, um, you know, just selling my books, like just doing little things, like trying to make money. But I was like, I don't want to take another journey in a direction and waste more time, you know, if I'm not sure. So I was okay with having a master's degree, you know, just working on the truck, you know, or just hustling <laughs> basically, you know? And so, and the reason why I didn't want to do therapy, it wasn't because I didn't enjoy therapy. Like I loved my sessions. I loved my clients. I just did not like documentation and the paperwork when it, it's probably like 70 30 it's probably like 70 percent documentation 30 percent face-to-face you know interaction with your client and a lot of therapists experience burnout and there's a lot of therapists who are doing it so you know nothing against them because they're they're finding a way to make it work but for me I was like mm, this is just too much like I was overwhelmed I was getting burned out and I was like I need to find something else you know, that just worked better for me. Um, yeah, it just wasn't worth it for me. <laughs> that is so interesting. Uh, you know, what's interesting is that you hear a lot of people, professions that are considered more esteemed positions. People are saying they're leaving them left and right because they're being burnt out, similar to like yeah. what you're saying. And they're moving to tech. I just had a conversation <laughs> with somebody else and it's the same exact thing. It's not like they were trying to find tech because it was a better paying position for them. They're making good money working from home. But because mm. of the industry they were working in, it was like, oh, my gosh, I can't breathe. And I'm right. stressed out and I'm home at the same time being stressed out working remote. Right. And so it's right. amazing how tech provides that sort of leverage there where you can kind of have a little bit more of a home life balance in a way. But that is interesting. I didn't. So you so your father had a food truck there's a business there. And, and so you decided to kind of give them that, that up to kind of focus your career, really to focus on the family. So family means a lot to you. I'm getting, is that, would that, would you agree that family is a pivotal part of who you are? Oh yeah. Uh, for sure. Uh, there, there's so much to my family story, but yeah, I would say family is literally like my number one love. Um, and I feel like the evidence of that is we've been through a lot. <laughs> me and my family have been through a lot and mm. I still love them to death. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and so, yeah, they for sure mean a lot to me. And that's another huge motivator for me, even in the space I'm in right now. And I know we're going to get to that, but mm -hmm. as far as my plans with what I want to do in this industry, I'm trying to grow and take this as far as I can, mm. um, you know, financially, because 
I want my parents to be able to rest. You know, my mom works her butt off. My dad, he's been working his butt off for years. And I'm like, if I could just present to them one day and be like, mom, quit your job to them mm-hmm. tomorrow. <laughs> quit tomorrow. <laughs> you know, I want to be able to do that. You know, I think about that all the time. And so that's a huge motivator for me for why I'm doing what I'm doing now. And let me ask you this. Did either of your parents go to college or did they go to higher education at all? My mom did. I think my dad went to college. I don't, I'm not sure if he finished. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. I should know this, <laughs> but my mom, my mom for sure did. Um, and I know she graduated. And so she's in MRI tech. So when people go get like MRI scans and stuff like that, she's the one that runs that whole thing. And so, um, yeah, she's in the medical field and she works a lot of hours and I just want her to do what she genuinely wants to do, which is being an author, <laughs> you know, and finishing all that, you know, so I want to free up her schedule a little bit. And that's the plan. I'm going to do it. Just a matter of getting there. <laughs> Absolutely. And and the reason why I want you to talk about that, because here at Techniche Tips, we talk about the journey because a lot of people can relate to exactly where you are. And the reason why I asked you if both your parents went to college is because uh, I don't know about your, your parents, but my parents are were immigrants to the com- country mm-hmm. and my father didn't go to college. Uh, he has a high school, pretty much a high school education. And my mother, she did go f- and try to go for her bachelor's. But I believe she 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 didn't finish it. But the whole point is that they always strive to do better for their children. Right. It's always about like yeah. I'm working hard for my children. I'm working hard for. And so right. what I want to encourage those that are listening is you may feel like, man, I, I want to I'm in that same position. I'm in that same boat. I'm working hard for my X, Y and Z. You fill in the blank. But what I want to encourage you is that there's a way that you could work without losing your 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 mind, <laughs> without losing your sleep. <laughs> And you definitely want to consider that in tech. We're going to actually pivot to that right now. So let's talk about it. You're working the food truck. What made what 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 was the the aha moment that tech is where I want to be? Um, it's actually a funny story. So I was actually because you know how I told you the food truck it was on pause. Yeah. Um. So and 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 that's due to COVID. You know, it was doing very well um, prior to COVID, but. Yeah, COVID took down a lot of small businesses. So um, yeah, after that, I, I needed to figure something out. I was like, I don't want to be a therapist. I'm not, I can't do the food truck right now. So what the heck am I going to do? And so I actually got forced back into being like, you know what? I might have to just go back to being a therapist again because I already worked towards that. I have a master's degree in that. It would make it would just make sense even if I didn't like it. It's like let me just make the money, set myself up for, you know, something else. And literally, right when I was making that decision to get ready to go back into doing marriage and family therapy, I came across Cyrus. And Cyrus, a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people's story is they saw something that Cyrus posted. And so me and Cyrus actually go, you know, back as far as doing ministry. Um, you know, as spoken word artists. So he was a spoken word artist and everything. And we would connect at different events because I was a spoken word artist. Still am. I just haven't performed in a while. But um, anyway, so we knew each other from being a spoken word artist, like in the church, doing ministry and stuff. And so anyways, when I seen him starting to post about tech, I was like, 
okay, well, that's good for him. You know, like that seems like a, <laughs> that seems like a manly job, you know, like that's how I feel. <laughs> I felt that's like a his, it was just, a him thing right there. Yeah. Right. And I seen he was doing really well. And so I was happy for him. You know, I was just like, oh, cool. Um, but I didn't know what it was. And then it was interesting because a friend of mine, he was actually struggling financially. And so I was like, oh, the, the way Cyrus was talking about, you know, course careers and no experience or degree or anything. And like, you can do this in a few months. So I was just like, I'm going to tell my friend about this because he's struggling. And this seems like a man job. I used to, for, I for, I for real felt that way. Like it just seemed like tech, just, I didn't know what it was. It just sounded like something that men do. I don't know. So, <laughs> so anyways, I'm the type of person though, like I am a teacher. Like I enjoy breaking down complex things and making them simple, you know? Like that's like a huge gift and passion of mine. And so I was like, I need to, you know, well, for first I hit Cyrus up. And I asked him about the tech and everything. And so he, you know, sent me to the site. He said, you know, do the free introductory course just so you can get information. And I was like, okay, I need to understand this for myself first so that I can communicate it to my friend so I can kind of convince him to do it because it seemed like a really good idea. Well, I did that free introductory course and I was like, I need to do this. Like, what, what am I doing? <laughs> I was like, I want to go back into a field therapy that I already knew I didn't want to go into and I was preparing for that and so when I came across that I was like and I, I when I say I made a split decision I went through that whole introductory course sat there in my bed only doing that and by the time I finished it I paid the money like mm. right then and there because I was like I mm. need to make a move now like mm. this is it you know so that's how it happened. Hey there, thank you so much for watching this video. This video is actually sponsored by Course Careers. So whether you're interested in breaking in as a tech sales representative, if you're interested in actually doing IT or digital marketing, not only do they have free introductory courses for you right now, go to the description and check that out, but they also have $50 off that you could get for, through me, Joseph50, that's right. $50 off through Joseph 50. So if you're interested in getting into that course, any which one, whether it's again, tech sales, IT or digital marketing, look no further. Go down to the description below, click on the link and sign up right now. What are you waiting for? And 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 let me ask you this, when you, cause here's the thing, I, I talked to so many people that have gone through other boot camps, and I'm, I'm not talking shade anybody else, but I, I, I truly feel like we have the best course careers. I mean, that course yeah. careers has the best option for people trying to get into specifically tech sales yeah. as yeah. well as IT. And like, did you feel like the value was there right away? Oh yeah, for sure. Like I loved the layout. Like, because honestly, I didn't know what to expect, but I mean, my mind was already determined that I was going to just give it my all anyway and make this, I was going to be successful. There was no question that. But at the same time, I kind of had this thought in my head, like, oh my God, is it going to be, I'm thinking tech, like, is this going to be like a lot of books that are hard to understand? It's a whole bunch of like wording that I don't understand. It's going to be super complicated. I had a fear of that. And once I started the course, I was like, thank God, like, this is actually doable. I, it, I was getting confirmation after confirmation every time I went through each, like, 
module. <laughs> like it was, it was very well, um, like presented for the user. You know, it was perfect. Yeah, and that's funny because you actually went to school and in your undergrad you did HTML. So I was like, if she's afraid, if she's afraid of tech, then who else would <laughs> imagine somebody who's like, hey, I just came from like working a service job. I have no idea what tech is. So <laughs> I, I think that if the listeners listening to this or watching this, they could be like, oh man, if she if she could do it with a master's degree and, and feel like, oh, this is attainable, I think I could do it too. I think I could do it too. Oh man. So how right. long did it take you to get through the course? Do you remember? Oh, yeah. So I started on June 2nd of last year and I finished on July 6th. June 2nd, July. That's good. That's good. And I find like that's like a little bit like close to what people are doing nowadays. They're finishing it like a close to a month. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. June to July. Yeah. And so that's that's fantastic. And so how so when you finished it, then you how was the job search for you getting looking up and trying to find a job? Um, you mean like as far as timeline or the actual process? Timeline and the process. Okay. So after I finished the course on July 6th, I, I was actually in Texas. So once I started the course, literally like six days after me starting the course, I came out to Texas. And so I was kind of like on vacation, you know? And so once I finished the course on July 6th, I already knew if I start job searching right now, I'm going to have to work obviously. <laughs> so I was like, uh, I think I want to just kind of enjoy my vacation. And because I knew once I start started, I'm going to start. So yeah, I decided to just kind of be on vacation and chill. And um, but at the same exact time, I was going through like the course all over again, I literally went through course careers, three times, like, yeah, literally three times. As far as like, constantly just clicking play on videos when I went to bed at night, re-looking over certain things. I was like watching or listening to those videos all the time because I was like, while I'm on vacation, I might as well, you know, make sure I'm fully prepared and like understand the terms. And I was doing like interview practicing with myself um, with a voice memo or looking in the mirror. And I was like, let me make sure I'm good so that by the time I come back home to California, I'll be ready. And so I stayed in Texas all the way. So started July 2nd, course careers, finished July 6th. I mean, July 2nd, started June 2nd, finished July 6th, stayed on vacation until October, literally like the first week of October. And then in October, early October is when I started interviewing with companies and so, or applying to companies. And so the way that that worked is yeah, I just uploaded my resume on LinkedIn and started applying to at least maybe like 15 companies a day. Um, and I got a lot of no's, but, you know, I knew they were already saying that you don't get a lot of no's. You just need one yes. You know, so, yeah. And then I finally got that yes. And I got that yes around like, I don't know, October 20 something. And then my very first day was uh, the, at the company that I'm at now was on November 1st. But before that, actually, I interviewed with two different companies before the company that I'm working for now. But that was November 1st was my first day on the job. So that's the full timeline. <laughs> that No, that's really good. That, that kind of shows me that once you get this knowledge down, 
you could apply to a job, let's say October, and you start it in November. That that's kind of mm-hmm. quick to me to get a job, you know. If, and I, you know, so let me ask you this because a lot of people are like three times, child. <laughs> I would have been like, I don't know if I can do it three times. But how confident were you going into those interviews after reviewing that material three times in a row? Like, how confident did you feel? Honestly, you would think I was super confident. I was having anxiety like no other. Like, <laughs> if I'm honest, because even though I understood the material. I'm already coming from a background as a therapist where I went to grad school and then I actually got put, you know, on the spot as a therapist with an anger management group. And I'm like, this is not like the textbooks. Like, okay. So I already had a feeling like, okay, I know the material, but what is it really going to be like, you know, as far as just being in this, to me, it was just like such a professional space, even though I was coming from being a counselor or a therapist, it was like, this just seemed different to me. It was a foreign industry. I felt like, you know, I was experiencing some imposter syndrome, you know, thinking like, am I really supposed to be here? I I had a lot of thoughts going on. And so honestly, once I got to that first interview, I had the, the biggest sigh of relief because it was not what I thought. I was freaking out literally for nothing. So I think it's one of those things where you almost feel like, is this for me? You're doubting yourself. You're kind of discouraged. It's all this, the fear of the unknown. And then once you actually knock out that first interview, even if you don't get that job, it's like it was great practice and a great introduction to what you're going to be dealing with. So, yeah. That is amazing. Wow, 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 wow. I'm I'm thinking about... Just the fact that <laughs> you were thrown into the anger management group and you're like, what is this? This is not what I signed <laughs> up for. But yet, you know, that but that was kind of preparing you for your experience going at being not like thrown into tech, but going into an interview, not knowing what to expect. And so that is yeah. quite that is quite the thing that I think a lot of people could resonate with because it's some depending on the situation, I know for myself, I had to like I had to work to get into this thing because there was a, I had a timeline. I had a baby due. We were expecting our sixth child. Like it was, it was a lot. Wow. It was a lot going on. Like I was like, I got congratulations now. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> and if you want, you can check out that story. I might, I might talk about that, that on my, on this channel because I talk about it on other channels and other interviews. But I got to talk about that experience even again here. But but yeah, so so talk about the the if you you don't talk about the company's name if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But talk about like you know, once you got that offer, like what, how was onboarding? How was everything that kind of came with it? Because a lot of people are like, okay, you get the job offer. What's next. Can you talk about that, that side of the, of the coin? Yeah. So, um, well, for one, the interview process, I, I did three interviews, uh, with three different people. Um, and then the person that I did the interview with, the the very first interview they're the ones that called me and you know basically said we want you <laughs> you know they give you an offer and i must have lost my mind on the phone like jumping for joy and so um yeah and then they asked me when i wanted to start as far as you know they suggested a date which was november 1st and they said if i know that's like next week but if you're willing we can start the onboarding process and get you going I said, heck yeah, (laughs) because I needed a job. And so, um, yeah, the onboarding, 
as far as how that goes, it's it's I feel like it's no different than any other job that most people probably have had as far as doing trainings. You know, you're kind of going through the orientation of the job. You're in a lot of meetings, you're meeting your coworkers and colleagues, you know, you're learning about the culture of the company. You know, you might like be on Zoom with your team and they're doing like a history of the company. And then, you know, you're meeting different people and it's like a little awkward at first where you're just like, I don't know y'all, but hey, I'm here. I deserve to be here apparently. Like, <laughs> you know, and everybody's so supportive and they're just, you know, yeah, like they're they're encouraging you, supporting you along the way because they know you're new, um, but they know you deserve to be there. And so, yeah, it was just a lot of trainings, a lot of meetings. Um, and it probably was like that for the first, I'd say, three weeks to a month. And then honestly, after that, it was real kind of hands off. Like you almost, it's, it's like, we trained you now do your job, but we're here, <laughs> you know, like to support you. So I was like, I, I guess I'm really working here now. Like I'm done with trainings. Like it's, it's time, you know? So that's how it was for me. It was, it was a very smooth experience. Nice. They said, you know, push you up the nest. <laughs> and so you're like, exactly. Oh, I gotta try to fight up, try to flop my wings and fly now. <laughs> no, no, that's 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 good though, that they they trust you enough to do that. Now I want to ask you if you could go in a little bit about the the product that you guys sell. You don't you know if you don't feel comfortable mentioning the name of the company, that's fine. But I was very intrigued about the services that you guys provide. Can you talk a little bit about that and even some some Whatever you feel like led to talk about in regards to that, I thought it was really, really cool what you guys provide. So when you think of like people who are creating videos on YouTube, whether it's yoga, fitness, um, faith, it doesn't matter wh who the content creator is, but we provide them with a membership site. And it's like a Netflix style membership site. So, you know, the same experience you have when you're watching Netflix and you have all the different genres, like the different categories and custom filters. And it's like we're we're definitely video based because like. Like I said, we compare ourselves to Netflix a lot just to give people an idea of what, what the user experience is like. So we provide a membership site for content creators as well as uh, mobile apps or TV apps um, for their brand, you know, and it's fully branded. So nobody would ever know, you know, your followers would never know that our company is hosting your content because it's fully branded. No one's going to the, like, you know how you have to go to YouTube and then search a person's name or whatever it's, you know, Patreon or something and search a person's name with our company. People are typing in your name into the app store or on Roku or Apple TV or whichever. And so, yeah. And we offer live streaming. Um, we have a community feature where all of your members can navigate your app like Kind of like a Facebook news feed type of thing. And so, and they can make posts and picture posts, text posts, people can comment and interact with, with each other. And so, so yeah, the whole purpose is to help content creators, you know, better monetize by, you know, offering subscriptions to their members, offering exclusive content, you know, things like that. And so, yeah, it's like helps them better engage with their audience and increase revenue, monetize. <laughs> That's like the goal. So, no, that's actually something that's very interesting because if you think about it, we call our channels you know YouTube channels, but that means we're part of the YouTube network, right? These, exactly. These content creators are now having their own networks, their own exactly. ecosystems. 
And I think that if if you're a content creator, I don't know. I mean, they might have to, it might be one of those things. Don't call us, we'll call you. But <laughs> I'm just saying that look out for look out for a service that they offer because that sounds like a really cool thing. I'm not in any way, shape, or form affiliated with the company. That's why we're not even mentioning the name. But I would say that's a really cool concept uh, to have. Yeah. Now, what I would say now that we're wrapping things up is about the mindset. What do you, would you say is a mindset someone needs to have to be where you are today and to scale from there? Um, for sure, man, for sure, I would say it's a few things. Being competitive <laughs> um, because you you have to have like that competitive drive, like because the the game, I don't even want to call it a game. Your your job is literally to constantly be reaching out to prospects. You're constantly, whether you're doing cold calling or emailing, you know, and you're gonna be receiving a lot of no's, you know, a lot of people that are like, stop emailing me, or you know, and so it's like the same way in sports. I think my athletic background really helped helped to build that mindset in me, but it's like you know, you don't win every game. You don't, when I played softball, I didn't hit every ball. I didn't, uh, you know, sometimes I struck out or got out at first, like, <laughs> you know, and it's like, and it's okay, but you have to have that mindset of like, well, I'm just going to go harder the next time. And even being in this new space in the tech industry, like for me, this was a foreign space. So, you know, I had to get over, you know, that imposter syndrome that I was saying where I had to grit my teeth and be like, I'm going to make this happen. Like you have to be a go-getter. <laughs> you have to be somebody that is okay with taking rejection or failing and not doing the greatest job sometimes. But instead of, you know, taking that as defeat, you take that as an opportunity to actually learn, you know, and to not get in your feelings or let that affect you, but to be like, you know what, whatever, like I'm going to make it, like I'm going to grow. I'm going to hit my quota. I don't care if I'm working t towards it till the last hour. Like I'm going to make this work. Um, and so, yeah, I would say like dedication. I would say time management, organizational skills, um, you know, having, just having that mindset that you just gotta be a grinder. You gotta be a hustler. <laughs> like, and and I would kind of say even entrepreneur, entrepreneurial, I can't say that word right, but kind of having like an entrepreneur mindset you know, because yes, you are in tech sales as a sales development representative, you know, you're on salary, you're getting your paychecks, you know, within the month, but at the same time, it's also uncapped as far as your quota and, you know, commission. So you kind of, kind of have an entrepreneur mindset at the same exact time, because depending on how hard you grind to, you know, like you're going to get compensated for that. So there's so many times where I'm working my butt off during my shift and then I'll find myself, it could be 10 o'clock at night and I'm searching for prospects. Like I'm responding to emails. Cause I'm like, if I get a booking, I'm, you know, that's another booking, you know, another demo, I'm, you know, making more money. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I think those are the main things that come to, to mind. Yeah. I mean, sales is a, such a great field. It's performance driven most of the time. Yeah. Outside of tech, it's either, you know, all commissions or it's just a salary. But right. in tech, you have commissions plus salary. And that's what I think takes it up to the ne next notch because it really it really is like the sky's the limit at that point. You know, you exactly. set the bar. And so that's one thing I think is really cool about this industry. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it first. Well, you heard it before, but you probably don't remember. Now you're hearing it again from Janae. <laughs> 
this is really a cool place to be if you want to be in there. Um, oh, I, I must ask you one more question because this is everybody's question. What is the day in the life of an SDR in your, from your vantage point? A day in the life? Um, well, I wake up around 7.30 in the morning. I start my shift around 8 o'clock. Once I start my shift, what that looks like probably for the first hour and a half is I'm just kind of checking my emails, seeing if I need to respond to anybody, drinking my coffee, you know, kind of just relaxing that first hour, like sipping on my coffee and just checking emails. Then probably around like 10 o'clock, we probably have some team meeting um, in order to like set our commits, like how many bookings are you going to commit to? And so everybody on the team is like setting their commits for the week. Um, and we're like documenting those on a sheet after we have our team meetings, depending on, and it could, it could differ day to day. Sometimes after that, I'm good and free for the rest of the day. So I can just do prospecting or follow send follow-up emails or to make cold calls or whatever. Um, but you know, if you had like maybe someone that you talked to the day before or the week before, maybe you have a demo that day. So sometimes I'm sitting on a call with an account executive on um, a zoom call because the account executive is doing the demo and I'm the person that, you know, got this prospect to do this demo. And so now I'm just kind of sitting there doing the introduction and it's like, all right. Um, so yeah, I would say that's mainly what my days look like. And so I'll be doing that throughout the day. By the time it gets to about three, four o'clock, I'll probably have maybe like a one-on-one -on -one with um, like my manager or something just to kind of, yeah, like talk about what I need from him. You know, do I need any help with anything? Um, and then we're all operating on Slack as well. So Slack is like what my uh, company uses to communicate with each other like throughout the day. And so we're always like pinging each other, you know, like asking different questions, being like, oh, this prospect said X, Y, Z. Maybe it's an objection and I don't know how to respond to it. So I'm just contacting my team. Like, what, what would y'all say? And then we're like huddling together or hopping on a quick Zoom call. You know, so yeah, and then by the time it hits about four o'clock, um, I'm off at like four thirty. So I work here like eight to four, four thirty. And um, yeah, around that time I'm kind of just getting myself together for the next day, seeing like, okay, what tasks do I need to do, cleaning up my pipeline, making sure nothing's you know, people ain't just sitting there from like that haven't been responding for a long time. I'm like just keeping it clean and um preparing my schedule for the next day. And then I'm off. Nice, nice. I I I I, I think that a lot of people are going to be like, oh, that, I could do that. <laughs> right. Up to our our days and realize how much control we have and what we can right. really do. So thank you so much, Janae, for joining us. And for those that been that are watching this right now, thank you as well for watching. Again, remember to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. And like always, I hope to see you on the other side. Take care, family. Have a good one. Hey family, it's Joseph here again. Now you have heard me talk about how tech sales has changed my life. I actually wanna introduce you to another career that if you decide to go into it, truly is recession proof, and that is cybersecurity. Level Careers is a platform similar to Course Careers that is self-paced and allows you to obtain knowledge and ed education in cybersecurity, and get this, without prior experience or a degree. 
that's right and so you definitely want to get into that and if you are interested in learning more about cybersecurity, go ahead and click the link below it's in my description and use my promo code joseph10 that's right use my promo code joseph10 in order to save 10 percent off of the purchase price of that course so without further ado i'm not going to delay you go click on the link check out the free introductory courses and change your life today